0: Let's go to a break, Raider Nation, after. We'll be right back with Murph from Raiders Fan Radio. Back to the JT The Brick Show with today's guest host,
1: Harry Ruiz. Second and eight from the 12. O'Connell, play action. He rolls out to the right. He's got a wide open tight end.
0: Just like the team took advantage of that takeaway, you take advantage of being able to have the winning team on your side when you need them the most. The Castro Verde Law Group, save this phone number, 702-222-9999. Alex in Orlando, they're following the footsteps of their father, Waldo. Why? Because they treat you like family. Call to the Castro Verde Law Group, 702-222-9999. When you got that personal injury situation, when you are find yourself in a car accident, they are the team that you want to have by your side. And someone that you always want to have by your side, If it's at a bar, if it's at a tailgate, if it's at the stadium, he's always a fun conversation to have is my guy Murph from Raiders fan radio Murph. Good afternoon. Always a pleasure being able to catch up with you. How are you?
1: brother harry i'm doing better now that i get a chance to catch up with you and uh yeah appreciate appreciate uh, seeing you at the last game of the season out there coming out to the tailgate and, and saying hi and always appreciate that when you uh when you get a chance to come out and make a rounds and take pictures with everybody and we always we always appreciate seeing you and always enjoy talking to you my friend
0: hey you know it's all love brother you know i'm a big fan of you and your group and everything that you guys got going on so tell me what did you like about luke getsy right now in this introductory press conference i love the quote that he said want everyone to feel the film not just watch it when they're seeing the Raiders on video when they're analyzing the Raiders as a future opponent and that's something that I mean th- today Getsy said that he had never met Antonio Pierce until he interviewed with the Raiders but that he knew what Antonio Pierce was bringing to the table did you like the Luke Getsy um and uh, what he brings to the table now with the Raiders after being the offensive coordinator 2 years with the Bears
1: yeah, I do. I was, I was encouraged by, of course, you know, it's, um, it's always encouraging after the press conferences, even if we have any sort of, you know, uncertainty or sometimes skepticism and, you know, Raider Nation loves to have a good, uh, you know, heated conversation and debate. Uh, I'll say that nicely on on social media. So it's always good to see um, when the, when these folks get a chance to get in front of the cameras and and get to answer questions. And I'm with you. And that a term like that, like feel the film, that that reminds me of some Antonio Pierce stuff. You know, we hear a lot of, of, about that about the physicality of the of the Raiders since Antonio Pierce took over. We've even heard some of the the Chiefs players and coaches make comments about what it, what a change that was in their season when they when they had to play the Raiders because they did. They felt the Ra- and so I, I really uh, thought that was a good comment from him and something else that he said to Harry that jumped out at me I love the idea that he's looking to adjust to the talent that's already in the building and of course we've got free agency in the draft to go through as well so this team uh, dynamic in terms of personnel we know is certainly going to still change but that idea that he's not bringing in a system and expecting everybody to adopt to that it always seems like those types of mentalities take time and i'm a big fan of the of the saying you know culture eats strategy for breakfast you can come up with the greatest scheme in the world um we we've seen that we've seen what gurus look like and uh and have it you know lead to um you know not successful seasons and and outcomes that we would like so i I just love the idea that uh with the culture shift that's already begun with the raiders and now adding in a guy like luke Getze who's willing to bring his offense and mold it around the existing talent i think it's we're in front. we are we all like to be excited about going into this season.
0: Yeah, we've seen coaches, not only in football, but all around sports where it's my way or the highway. And I got a feeling that Luke Getze, with what he said today, that it's all about winning whatever it takes. When it was brought up, that is rushing offense has been a dominant force, but the passing not so much. And what could Raider fans expect? Hey, it's all about winning. And if there's games where running the football is going to win us games, we're going to run it. If there's games that passing the football is going to win us the games, we're going to pass the football. And the Raiders, they they. They have weapons and Murph, I mean, the potential was there. Now you just have to execute it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, and I'm I'm really excited to see what we're going to do in terms of even adding, like I, like I said, even more dynamic players, uh, to, to the offense. It's going to, it's going to be a lot of fun. I also enjoyed uh, hearing him discuss a little bit about his thoughts about Justin Fields. And when they talked to him about, you know, what is ideal version of a quarterback, he's looking for somebody that's got a little bit of everything. Uh, you know, my buddy Mo Moten over at Silver and Black today talks about functional mobility all the time and that idea of getting, having somebody that's not necessarily going to, you know, d- 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 you know, lead the team in rushing like Justin Fields, but to have somebody that can create, that can extend plays, that can make throws outside the pocket. That idea of, you know, when it's third and seven, can, can you have a quarterback that can take off and, you know, and, and, you know, convert on that by running for nine yards or whatever? And I think that that's, that's something to look forward to as well. Um, as, as we see that again, the offense start to really flush out and, you know, and then defense, man, when you go to that side of the ball, I, I know you didn't ask, but I'm just, I'm fired up for the defense, oh, man. man. This is going to be an exciting team to watch.
0: I was just watching the video of Max Crosby watching the game over at, at Cigar Lounge this past Sunday, the Super Bowl, when uh the Chiefs scored the game-winning touchdown. His boys all around him were going crazy. He was just, like, nodding his head, like, all right, let's get this. Let's get to work. And I'm just hyped about that situation. I'll ask you this question. I know that JT has a uh, – he was – I heard him on the radio on Tuesday when a fan brought up that – the fan wanted the Chiefs in week one. He wanted to be a part of that Thursday night football game where the Raiders would face the Chiefs. Me personally, I would like that too to just go out there and hit them in the mouth and start the season off that way. What's your point of view? Would you want Raiders, Chiefs in week one over there in Arrowhead or not?
1: Yeah, I, I, I would love that. I would, I, would, I would love to see that and, and immediately establish what the 2024 Raiders are going to be about. we I, I think we all know what it's going to be about, but to see it and for the world to see it as the Chiefs are unveiling their banner or doing whatever they're doing, I absolutely think that, Harry. And something else, too, that's really, really landed with me this during this postseason run has been – you know, I think as Raider fans, we're about tired of rooting for other teams to beat the Chiefs, and I, I know that that, that we took them out, uh, you know, once this this past season, uh, as Antonio Brown, you know, sweeps the Antonio Brown, Antonio Pierce sweeps the division, and so that, that was a, that was an incredibly encouraging outcome in his early tenure as a Raiders head coach. So it's. We don't. We're, we're tired of rooting for other teams to be. We need to be the ones that beat the Chiefs. We need to be the ones that take them out. Antonio Pierce also said during Super Bowl week that it doesn't have to go through that team in red. It have to come through us. And I and let's establish that out of the gate. I'm with you. Week one, Raiders Chiefs. Can, you can't get a bigger rivalry in sports. And I've had some younger fans come at me over the past year or two saying they like, well, the rivalry isn't what it once was. And I, I holler BS at that. This rivalry is as healthy as it ever was. And, in fact, it's healthier now than it may have even been in, in, in I don't know, the last however many years. I understand their dominance, but I understand also that it's a there's a different autumn wind that's getting ready to blow here in 2024, and Harry, I'm fired up. I think we can do it.
0: I mean, it's always a dogfight, and look, of course, a lot of people are focused right now on the Chiefs because they have won three Super Bowls recently because they seem to be always now in the AFC Championship game, but I say the same thing when we go against the Chargers, it seems like every year we split. It doesn't matter if it's Vegas, if it's LA, if it's Oakland, if it's San Diego, we're splitting. If we go over to Denver yeah we're dominating them right now but it's always a dogfight out there and if it's the Chiefs they've had our number the last couple of years but look we were the last ones to punch him in the mouth and get a win so hopefully I, I want that to be week one and the ways things are looking I hope that that's how it happens I gotta ask you Murph about the big news today Jimmy Garoppolo being hit with the uh, two game suspension for violating the NFL's performance enhancing substance policy what's your take on that were you surprised
1: uh yeah, I mean oh, yeah, I, I I think that it's unfortunate sometimes some of the things that the guys get popped for, and I don't know the the conditions of what it was and what, but it's I think sometimes it, you know it's not like they're really trying to cheat a thing or get an edge unfairly or any of that kind of stuff, um, and so I don't who, who knows if it's something like that. All I'll say is this though, it's really convenient for the Raiders, and I think that that's if anything, that's the the, the silver lining here is that now we're going to get. End up by not having to pay his guaranteed money. We end up with an additional 10 million in cap space and we got to eat the 17 million in dead money, um, which we knew was coming anyways. And so, you know, as I, I can't remember what was the exact date that they, they designated him to be cut. It was like right as, right as the league started, like three days after the league start or whenever the, whatever the case is. So it's just really fortunate for the Raiders as we, you know, start to look to move on into the next, you know, however long, uh, by assigning a franchise a quarterback to the position that this is a certainly a, a nice way for us to transition out of the old and into the new.
0: Now let's stay with the offense, but the running game. Josh Jacobs, do you keep him? Do you don't keep him? Do you go with Zeus, with Zamir White? Uh, if you are the Raiders GM, the team's head coach, what would you do, Murph?
1: I'm, I'm I'm doing everything I can to keep Josh Jacobs, and I think that Antonio Pierce would would, would agree with that. Where I don't think it's healthy, and listen, and I, know I don't begrudge anybody for making money, and I'm a capitalist at heart, I don't begrudge any of these guys, but in terms of the competitiveness of our team, that's the reason that we talk about money so much when it comes to player contracts, is because we're impacted by the salary cap, and we have to be considerate of that as fans. So all my comments, please just know that, Raider Nation, that they're out of... I hope Josh Jacobs makes as much money as he possibly can. And and that, I also hope that he's willing to negotiate with the Raiders because I, I don't think that if he's looking for absolute top dollar at that position – is he going to get that from the Raiders? I think, unfortunately, he's got a little bit of an injury history to be considered, and and sometimes in flashes, lacks of productivity. So I think there are some questions in there. But being the idea that he has excelled, and he has excelled with Antonio Pierce as his head coach, and we know what kind of an offense that gets he wants to run, I think he could be an integral part of the team as long as he's willing to accept the deal that's you know, under maybe even what his perception of market value would be. So outside of that, outside of him just saying like, no, I just, I want to just absolutely make as much as I can and, you know, and end up having him go to wherever outside of that. Yeah. I think the Raiders got to absolutely put good faith, into everything they they can do uh, to kick the guy around. I mean, he's 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 a true Raider. I mean, there's, you can't get uh, more Raidery than 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 Josh Jacobs, and and so I, I hope, and I think a lot of us fans are hoping, and I think a lot of people on the staff are hoping that Josh sticks around. But that's going to ultimately come down to what him and his agent want to do.
0: We're catching up with Murph from Raiders Fan Radio. Murph, now same scenario: you're either the GM or the head coach quarterback where do you go do you go with the vet that's available in free agency that you can sign in mid-march or do you go the draft route in april and get somebody from the draft and if that's the case
1: who i'm a firm believer that nfl teams should draft quarterbacks and and not stop drafting quarterbacks until they get the one that they need and and you know i know franchised quarterbacks are, are few and far between it's tough It's tough to find Mahomes. It's tough to find Joe Burrow. It's tough to find Jalen Hurts. It's tough to find those guys. So, but I'm you every year in the NFL. It is demonstrated. No matter what, you have to have a solid franchise quarterback and a borderline elite quarterback to truly excel in the in the postseason. It just we see it all the time. And even when you have an elite quarterback, you didn't excel in the regular season and still struggle in the postseason. So it's I'm a I'm a believer that the Raiders not necessarily mortgage all of their future i don't expect them to see a you know landmark you know, earth-shifting trade to move up and get Caleb Williams. I don't think that. But if there's an opportunity for us to move up to three and to grab a guy like Jaden Daniels, which we know that there's a relationship already there between him and Pierce and the Raiders, I would love to see the Raiders do something like that. But that at the same time, I'm also not opposed to seeing how the draft board falls. And if and if Bo Nix is still around at 13, should the Raiders feel like that that's their guy? Then, then that, I, I think that would be okay too. Ultimately, what, what I, I think of it like this, Harry. Whatever they do, and whoever they identify as the guy, they've got to hit on it, and that's to me the most important thing. That there's a lot of discussion amongst us Raider fans about like moving up or moving down, and where should we go? And who's, ultimately, we just have to hit when we're there. That's what it. Because we've had, unfortunately, a history of missing on these top picks. And so it didn't matter where on the board we were, we weren't landing anybody um that was, you know, that justified the draft pick at the time. So I think ultimately that's what it comes down to, but if you're asking me just what what Murph would do, I would pretty much try to make a play for that third spot and go to Jaden
0: Got, got our fingers crossed that the Raiders make the right call and that the Raider Nation, look, if the whoever they pick, the Raider Nation has to have their back and hope that they are the guy that takes this franchise to that next level that the fans have been waiting for. Murph, tell folks where they can follow you, where they can follow Swag Jeff, where they can follow the whole crew over at Raiders Fan Radio and all the great work that you guys do.
1: No, oh, thank you, Harry. Yeah, so we are uh, Raiders Fan Radio. You can find us on any of the social media platforms and also YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio. We go live typically every Wednesday night uh, out there at 4 p.m. Pacific, uh, so you can look for us there. And our nonprofit is the One Nation Foundation. All the money that we make with Raiders Fan Radio, we give 100% of that away to the to the foundation, uh, which uh, benefits Raiders-related charities like the good folks at the Bolitnikoff Foundation, uh, like the good folks at Raider Dad, who are taking underprivileged kids and their parental figures to, to Raider games? Uh, even the Max Crosby Foundation we supported this year. Um, so we're uh, you know we're sharing the uh, Raider Nation's generosity uh, in the communities that they love and, and with some amazing organizations. And so uh, if you can, Raider Nation, uh, One Nation Foundation. Even if you don't support it directly monetarily, just help us out at Raiders fan radio with a like, a subscribe, a thumbs up. All that stuff uh, helps because it generates advertising opportunities for us. And so does a platform like this, Harry, and I can't thank you enough, my friend, uh, for welcoming uh, me on the show. As always, this gives us such an amazing voice for the foundation, and we can't appreciate you enough.
0: Hey, absolutely. Much respect and love out there to the Raiders Fan Radio family. Murph, have a fantastic weekend, my brother. Hope to catch up with you soon. All right, absolutely, Harry. Look forward to it. There he goes, Murph from Raiders Fan Radio. Make sure you follow them on social media. You follow them on YouTube. They do a great job talking about silver and black football, and it always is awesome being able to hang out with them.